Well, I, I welcome the fact that HICWA um, are doing this unannounced visit to UHL. Um, I, I, I think, you know, the findings will be very interesting um, and they will be used to strengthen the case for more investment in UHL and indeed in Ennis and Nina and St. John's. <clears throat> and, um, you know, like HICWA um, were there last year as well, last March, and, um, you know, the findings of that um, were used, um, recommendations made as well. So I think this will further strengthen the case. Um, numbers are quite high um, at the moment as well, having, you know, reached um, unprecedented levels over, over the winter periods. Um, you well, know, that suggests, re- though, Joe, that nothing has really changed since the last HICWA inspection. I mean, as you say, recommendations were made and, you know, there was a lot of coverage, including from ourselves, uh, on the last inspection and the reports that that emerged from it. But uh, has, has anything changed since then? And would that indicate that if nothing's really changed, despite recommendations being made, how, is there any hope that findings from this report will enact any change? Well, I think it strengthens the hand. You, and you, your, your own news item would have um, played the Taoiseach there yesterday who, who was in uh, UHL there last week. And, um, you know, he, he recognises the enhanced role that Anennis could play within the region and the need to build up capacity there to um, further enhance the medical assessment unit, the local injuries unit, and to, to build up capacity there the, the, that, that new protocol that was in place, um, you know, where the, an ambulance, a paramedic can make a recommendation that a patient goes straight to Ennis as opposed to Limerick is welcome. Um, and it can be built upon. Um, but I've no doubt that HICWA will find, um, you know, the, the flaws and failings yet again in, in UHL. Okay. And the need to uh, resource uh, Ennis's and Nina's and St. John's to play a more active role in reducing the, the, the figures and the, the amount of people on trolleys there. Okay, well, what do you think, Michael? Is is anything going to come out of this? Did, did anything really change following the last inspection and would any findings from the report from this visit lead to any positive developments? Well, we don't know what's changed. But, I mean, clearly the levels of overcrowding haven't changed, um, but whether there are better systems in place uh, to ensure that there are staff, adequate staff, to manage that is to be determined. I mean, that was one of the criticisms of the HICWA report the last time out. Uh, obviously, there was sort of an implicit acknowledgement that there were inadequate resources in the region. Uh, they pointedly said that um, UHL is the only Model 3 hospital. There was no other. There was no Model 3 hospital in the region, that it was just UHL and, and the Model 2 hospitals. So, I mean, maybe they'll be more explicit about the lack of resources. I mean, as, as Joe um, uh, said, the Taoiseach was in, in Limerick on Friday. He also did um, uh, a, a call with all Iraqi members in UHL management at the start of January. And when I uh, put it to him yesterday, uh, after having repeatedly put it to him that we need to address the, the capacity of the Model 2 hospitals uh, as part of the solution, the entire solution, but part of the solution to overcrowding UHL, he accepted that. So I think that's all progress. I mean, you know, one of the things that disappointed me in my all term up to now is that I repeatedly raised the issue of UHL overcrowding, uh, underutilisation of Ennis, 
with Michal Martin while he was Taoiseach and he kind of consistently brushed it off and said, look, it's just a matter of the HSE. It's not my job to run hospitals. Whereas the overarcher does appear to be more focused on the problems of UHL and resolving them. Uh, but, you know, the proof of the pudding will be uh, in the eating. Mm. But, uh, you know, you have to welcome his focus on it. I think he acknowledges that it's a problem. That, uh, and it's a, like health throughout the country is a problem, but that there's a particular problem in the Midwest. And it, it, it's welcome that he acknowledges that. And it's welcome that he visits at the hospital. And it's welcome that he's now acknowledging that we need to see uh, greater capacity in Ennis and greater use made of Ennis. Uh, so let's see what will come out of that. You, you but as regards yeah. what will be in the Hickler report, I, I don't know, I can't preempt, but I would hope that they will find that better systems have been put in place. I mean, obviously we're all aware of uh, of the, the, you know, the major incident being declared in at the beginning of January. Uh, we're also aware of the tragic events uh, in December, um, and uh, so I, I, I don't know what the findings will be, okay. um, but I'd be very interested to, to learn of them in due course. You know, just before I go back to Joe, you mentioned uh, the, the you know the, the question you raised in the doll of the tea shock, and people can hear part of his response to you in in our news bulletins. Uh, he says tackling overcrowding at UHL has to be a regional solution, but is is it a good model to be relying on cancelling day surgery at Ennis Hospital in order to manage the high attendances at UHL? Well, it's clearly not. I mean, I made the point uh, I, I, um, that, you know, today's cancelled day surgeries or next week's A&E presentations. Uh, of course we can't. I mean, you know, the word elective surgery is used and it starts to sound like it's a choice, but it's not a choice. The only thing is that it's not an emergency surgery it's, it, when a date is chosen for it. And then if that's cancelled, obviously the, the, the surgery is required for a reason is to address a, a problem. If that problem isn't stressed, then patients deteriorate and, and then there are other complications that arise from failing to... Of course it's not a, a, an adequate solution. Okay. Now the one concern that I would have is that there's a sort of a suggestion that a, a surgical hub will somehow solve the problems in, in Limerick but like we have two theatres in Ennis. There are theatres also in the other Model 2 hospitals and consistently they're not being utilised because of the lack of beds. Now uh, because the beds are being used for overflow from Limerick for, for, for medical patients. And that's but, something the t- Shock admits that capacity has to be increased. Yeah, but I think a surgical hub um, where it's just a, a, adding another theatre that's not going to be utilised because uh, there isn't a, there's a lack of staff or there's a, a, a lack of beds because they're being used for other patients isn't like it's not that there's no theatre space. I mean, there's theatres in Limerick that are underutilised, theatres in Ennis that are underutilised. It's it's partly its beds and partly its staff. Um, and all of that, of course, is going to require resources from the state. I mean, there's always a temptation for politicians to come up with some magic bullet and we'll have this surgical hub. But I mean, I, I, I'm very sceptical about, uh, I'm not sceptical about the government's commitment to sol- resolving the problem, uh, at least not yet. And I hope I don't become sceptical, but I am sceptical about that the surgical hub is going to, to form part of that. Okay. A oh. meaningful solution. I want to bring uh, Joe uh, back in at this point. Joe, what do you, do you think? Would you agree with Michael that, you know, tackling high attendance at UHL is good, but uh, cancelling day surgery in his hospital isn't the best way to go about tackling it? It certainly is not. Um, you know, and as Michael has said, like those cancelled surgeries leads to emergencies like you know because if they're not dealt with and that's what happens and 
like I, I've met with nurses that work in the theatres in, in Ennis um, you know and while they've been redeployed throughout the hospital like they're really highly skilled people and their skills aren't being utilised um, I've proposed that the new surgical hub for um, for the region would be located at Ennis General Hospital um, there is already 9.5 million um, committed to upgrading the theatres in Ennis uh, why not use that money along with the other monies that will be needed uh, to develop uh, a surgical hub um, you know, for the region? Why isn't that used together and bundled together and that um, you could have basically a, a centre uh, wh- where surgery could be done in a dedicated way and that you wouldn't be given um, surgical beds over to medical patients um, and I, I think that could be done in Ennis for the region. The, now that and the Taoiseach has admitted, you know, he's he's admitted to Michael in the doll that the capacity in Ennis has to be increased, uh, is that something you're going to be pushing with him and pressing him on to try and get that done sooner rather than later? Absolutely and you know in every discussion I have uh, with the Taoiseach I, I speak about health um, um, and the need to upgrade Ennis um, I, cons- I have consistently um, said that and I'm delighted that um, the Taoiseach has um, come around to that thinking that we do need to build up capacity in Ennis and we, we can be doing more in Ennis um, you know, to maximise the assets of the region in Ennis, in Nina and St John's to take that pressure off of Limerick okay. and um, you know I, I've asked the Taoiseach to put together um, you know, a plan in this regard uh, with a time frame we do need to define what Ennis uh, will be doing into the future and how long it will take us to get there and okay. what type of resources we need okay, that's to, some, to get there as well. 